Here's where we drop the ball. The level that we set for giving somebody a genuine compliment is way too freaking high. We wait until they lose 75 pounds, 100 pounds. And then when they achieve that, after that, we stop complimenting them. And then we wonder why they start sliding backwards because we only complimented the massive giant achievements that they did. I think the most important place to compliment somebody is when they put an effort into something. You noticing their effort of what they are putting in, that's what you want to compliment. Like, hey, you come in three times a week, every single week. Like, you're so freaking consistent. I'm really proud of you because of your consistency. Do you think that person's going to like keep coming three times a week? Hell yeah. Think about a trial experience. If I come three times a week and nobody notices, you're like, why am I coming? Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. What's up, Empire Builders? We have a very exciting show. But before we get into the show today, if you watched the last episode, we dropped a really important message. We are taking our mentorship program and turning it into a mastermind. And the reason why we're turning it into a mastermind is because we want to be able to provide you literally everything that you need to grow and scale your business. And the key word there was scale your business. So a lot of masterminds focus on just getting more leads or getting more trials. That's great. But if you really want to scale, there's so much beyond that. But one of the things which will be about today is actually growing and developing your team. And one of the problems with a lot of owners is the the time uh, and the energy needed to be able to grow and develop their team. And then maybe sometimes it's uh, you know what you need to talk about, but you don't really have the right words. You don't know how to present it. You don't know how to deliver it. And that's where me and Dustin come in. So one of the big assets that we're providing is a monthly team training. And today will be an example of what that monthly team training will be. But don't tune out and say like, oh, this podcast isn't for me. This podcast it is called The Four C's of Being a Product of One. How to be a product of one. And this is a presentation I actually gave my team yesterday at our all team training because this is the differentiator because workouts are a commodity. And honestly, nutrition is a commodity. Accountability uh, done the way that most gyms do is a commodity. Every gym right now is saying, we provide workouts, we provide nutrition, and we provide accountability. And so then you look like everybody else, but we all know it's not the workouts, it's not the nutrition, it's not the accountability. It's the ability to do what we're going to talk about today at a different level. That will create a product of one because most people's workouts, accountability, and nutrition are just superficial stuff, which then means that you have a superficial relationship and superficial relationships don't last, right? We want to create deep, meaningful relationships with our clients. When we create deep, meaningful relationships with our clients, they stay, pay, refer, and get better results. And today we're going to teach you how to do that with the four C's. But more importantly, imagine if your team knew this. Imagine if your team delivered this every single day. So when you listen to this podcast, one, you're probably going to want to share it with your team. That would probably be a really great idea. But imagine if we could pour into your team and they were able to hear this live via a Zoom 
and then they were super fired up. Um, that's just one thing that we're offering with our mastermind. So if you go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, um, you can apply. It is a 30K minimum. If you're close to 30K, I would encourage you to apply and we'll see how we can get you to 30K quickly uh, to be able to qualify for that group. But once you apply, you'll get on the phone with Dustin or somebody on Dustin's team. And we'll make sure that you're the right fit for the group because we're going to be very protective of who we let into this group and not just anybody that's willing to stroke us a check is getting in the group. We want to make sure that you align with our values. You're going to be a good fit for the group. You're going to add value to the group. You know, ultimately we're super protective because what we don't want, we don't want to take money and then we're dealing with with headaches and dealing with problems and, and devaluing the group. So uh, that is what that's going to be. But today's lesson, this I looked back over the last 10 years and it actually was, uh, I kind of was thinking about this. Jesse Itzler did a podcast or it was like a reel of his and Jesse Itzler, him and his wife, Sarah Blakely, they're, they're billionaires, but Jesse is famous for his ability to make connections and the way he makes people feel and how esteemed he is with some of the highest level people in the entire world. And he said, hey, it comes down to three C's. And I just do these consistently. And ultimately that creates the feelings that people feel about me. And I was like, when I was listening to it, I was like, man, this is really the foundation of what made us successful. This is why at one point we had four seven figure boot camp gyms. How do you make 500, 600, 700, 800 people at one time? One of our gyms was having a thousand clients a thousand freaking clients how do you do that and it wasn't just because we provided high energy workouts it wasn't because we had the best nutrition system on the planet it wasn't because we had uh, accountability it's because the level that we were able to do it at at scale is what caused that to happen and uh after i heard jesse say that i was like you know what it was really four c's that allowed us to be able to create a product of one and be able to explode our business. And it didn't matter what location they were doing. Like imagine being able to do that across 10 locations. How do you get your team on board? But getting your team on board, they got to understand what the game is. What are we trying to do? If it's just, we're just going to go scream on the mic and, and hope uh, a thousand people walk through our doors, you're, you're dead wrong. So today we're going to break down that mystery of how do we create a product of one and the four C's are going to be connect, compliment, congratulate, and console. I'll say that again. Connect, compliment, congratulate, and console. Obviously, on the outside, you're like, okay, like that that makes sense. But once once you get through the podcast today, you're going to be like, okay, there's a totally another level that we need to get to or we need to be a lot more consistent in some of these areas. And I would just ask you to look through this podcast today through an open lens and go, where do we need to improve? Where do we need to get better? Where are some areas that we're not consistent with? And when you do that and then you apply what I'm about to tell you, you're going to see referrals go through the roof. You're going to start seeing clients like, hey, this place is different. Hey, like this place, I don't know what it is about this place, but man, it's different than every single gym we've ever been to in our, in our entire life. And man, it doesn't matter what coach it is. They just have this way of making everybody feel good and, and feel special. And, and that is the name of the game. Um, I always say the name of the game is like, hey, we're in the people business, but people are living, breathing, feeling, 
machines. And, and ultimately, how do we make people feel special when they walk through our doors? And uh, we're going to get into them right now. But Dustin, is there anything you want to say before I keep? Uh, no, I keep mean, going? I had on. I'm ready to, to go. I love coaching coaches. Uh, some people might know, some might not know. But I ran for many years uh, what I called the Rockstar Coaching Workshop, where I would come and I would help the coaches, too. But I also love putting on my learning hat and learning from people who have put things into a simple framework. And I kind of, you know, you already spilled the beans on what the four C's are. But here in the elaboration, I'm I'm really excited. So, Matt, continue, sir. All right. For the first one, for which I would, I would argue is probably the most important, but it's also the hardest. Right. Oftentimes, the most important things in life, like the soft skills that you need to have in life, they're the hardest. Right. Especially depending on what your personality type is. Soft skills don't come natural to somebody that is is a D and a C on the disc profile. The exact opposite, right? Some of your team members do this naturally. Your ISs like do this at, at a pretty high level, especially uh, your Ss. Your Is can do this. Sometimes it can come off as superficial. So you got to be careful with that. But the first thing that we want to talk about is connect. So when we talk about connecting, connecting starts with understanding your client's true wants, needs, and what's important to them. So what do they want? What do they need? What's important to them? Why did they sign up to come into your location in the first place? And it's not the external reason that they told you. People will say, hey, I want to lose weight. But it's what's the internal thing that's really important to them that actually matters? It's what is the weight How's the weight affecting them? What What is causing them, what is the extra 50 pounds doing to their life? It's ruining their self-confidence. It's ruining their beliefs. It's maybe affecting their marriage. Maybe it's affecting their, their energy throughout the day. It's affecting, you know, just they're not going out and putting themselves out there because of their weight. There's a lot of reasons, right? It's probably that, that last trigger of like something happening to them like, gosh, dang it, I need to do something. What are those? Are we uncovering those? And and oftentimes we do like a, if we're doing sales correctly, we are uncovering those internal reasons, right? But are those then going downstream to the entire team? Does the entire team know what the clients want? Does the entire team know what the client's needs are? Does the entire team know what's important to that person? And in our locations, we put their information on an app. So our team has to prepare for sessions. So like we're getting down their goals and we're getting things down. But is that where it ends? Is that where it dies? Is the superficial? And that's often where most gyms end. If we're even getting their their wants, needs, goals, desires, like are we just keeping it superficial? We want to create deep, meaningful relationships and truly connecting with clients that matter to them. And uh, one thing to think about is Oprah Winfrey, she created a billion-dollar brand saying people need three things. So she created her entire brand around this. She said people want to be seen, heard, and understood. Seen, heard, and understood. So the the best way to, to do that is to understand what they want, what they need, what's important to them, and then be able to apply it before, during, and after training sessions. Are we doing that? Most likely most gyms aren't because they think their job is to show up and rah-rah and tell people, count their reps and that. Yes, you got to do that at a high level, but this is the next level of the game, right? So connection is all about making people feel seen, heard, and understood. And I'm going to give you 
uh, a list of ways that we can do that. So it's a two-step process. First step is we need to be a detective. So I want to think of yourself as a detective. If I was doing a sales consultation with you right now and you told me, hey, I want to achieve X, Y, and Z, you would dig deeper, right? Why is that important to you? You you just unlayer that onion, right? Why, 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 why? Maybe you do the five whys, right? But we're really trying to figure out why did they sign up? What problems are we trying to solve or what problems are they hoping that we are able to solve? If we only do that for the first time we meet with them and that's it, we have failed them. We are not a special product. We are not a product of one. We are just like everybody else because everybody else comes in and asks them these questions when they first begin, but that's where it dies. That's where it ends. But for us, if we want to be a product of one, that's where it needs to begin. But why do they work out? What are they training for? What are their drivers? What are their motivators for showing up every single day? And what are their goals? Not just their stated goals, but their actual goals. And the only way to get to their actual goals are by asking them questions and giving a shit and being a detective. Because if you just go, hey, what's your goal? Oh, it's to lose 20 pounds. Okay, got it, 20 pounds. That's it. That's what most people do. That's not That's not good enough. And goals change. Let's not forget that too, right? Like if you're like, bingo, I'll get bingo. you to the goal and then that's it. We're, we're there. Just keep paying me every month. Like we'll just keep cruising, right? You're good. I always say like the people without an active goal are taking time bomb cancellation. Every person in your gym needs to have an active goal and you need to find what's important to them. Cause you know, yeah, after weight loss, is it strength? Is it getting off of medication? Is it to do their first pull up? Is it to run their first Spartan run? Like what is their, you know, version of a dream? You can't, you can't project if you're a transformation center, everything's fat loss, fat loss. Like there's going to be more dreams. Right. And so, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, that's why the detective never ends because the goal is a moving target. And again, if we're only talking about weight loss or fat loss, and that's all we're connecting to, that's just talking to their external stuff. People are going to stay for their internal things. They're going to keep paying more money for their internal things. And the only way you know the internal is by asking questions. And those internal drivers may change over time. Like their external goal may change, but you know, why do they want more strength now? Why do they uh, want to go do a Spartan race? Why do they want to start running? Why do they want to? So their next level goal, though, that's still an external thing. We want to unco- uncover now, why do you want that? Like, what's the internal driver and desire to want those things? And some of them is like people, like, obviously will make a decision to go towards pleasure and some will make a decision to go away from pain, right? For some of them, it's the desire to never want to go back, right? So mm-hmm. like those are some of the things. But unless you're actually having real conversations with people, you don't know that. Um, but then also what's important to them. So an, a simple acronym uh, is Ford. So family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. So when we're having conversations with clients, too, when we're connecting with them and having deeper level conversations, are we talking to them about things that actually matter in their life, their family? Nothing will light up another human faster than talking about their kids. How many times you're like, hey, what'd you do today? Or what are you doing tonight? Or what? Like, if you saw that their kids had a, a baseball game, hey, how was how was Johnny's baseball game? Right? How, how, how was the baseball game yesterday? That's connecting with them about something that they actually care about. So if you're going to do superficial stuff, go superficial on the stuff that they actually want. So their job the recreation, the, the things like they, they like to do in their free time, 
And then ultimately, like, what are their dreams? Like, what are what's on their bucket list? What's the big things they want to achieve um, in their life? But now the magic is now you know these things. How do you use it? And how you use it is, is where a lot of people aren't aren't thinking about that, right? So when we're having conversations, obviously we want to connect with clients on these things. But let's just say superficially, you're like, hey, your goal is 20 pounds. Hey, so-and-so, like I noticed that your goal is 20 pounds. That's awesome. Why Why is that important to you? And I'm talking about like a coach on the floor before a workout session or a coach after a workout session, having these types of conversations. Because again, if you only have that conversation at the beginning or it's on a piece of paper somewhere, and then we're never having those conversations, you wouldn't believe how much feedback that we get from clients. We're like, hey, that coach, they don't care. They're superficial. And then they'll be raving about another coach. It's because they're asking them these questions and digging deeper and wanting to learn about them and wanting to know about them and actually caring. Like, you know, if somebody cares about you and if you're doing a good job in a sales consultation, you're just doing it from a place of care and wanting to understand. Again, people want to feel understood. So ask them questions to understand them, right? Um, I noticed that your goal is 20 pounds. How are things going with that? So now that's their goal, like, hey, how are things going with with your weight loss goal? How's progress going? Is there anything I can do to help you and support you? And then sometimes you're like, you know what? I've, I'm, I'm off track. I'm not doing really well. Like, you know, I haven't been consistent with my nutrition. Like, awesome. what's it going to take to get you back on track? What can we do for you? Like for us, we have a fitness director. You know what? Totally understand. I'm getting you booked with the fitness director right now. Not, not hey, you should book an appointment with our fitness director. That's lazy. That's BS. That is not what we believe in, right? Yes. But that's what most people do. Hey, you should do that. No, 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 no. Force their freaking hand. We're going to get them back on track, right? So it's like, hey, give me your phone. I'm going to book a, I'm going to book an appointment right now with our fitness director, get you in, get you back on track. Um, because losing the 20 pounds is still important to you, right? Awesome. Like we're here to support you. We're going to get you back on track and we're going to do whatever we can do to help you. So let's, let's get that set up right now. Nice. Don't let them leave. Still struggling, still in pain. It's going to be superficial because what's going to end up happening is uh, a month later, you're going to ask them a similar question like, Hey, did you ever schedule that? No, I didn't have time. I haven't done that. And now they're, they're still struggling. What did we do? We didn't help that person. Right. So force their hand. We have coaches right now too in other locations that are meeting with clients one-on-one that are struggling. Like, oh, you're struggling? Hey, get on my calendar. Let's meet. Like that's, that's a deeper level. But if we never ask them, how is it going? Right now you have so many clients that are in your building that are struggling and they're making no progress towards their goals and they feel like no one even cares and notices and gives a shit. So like if, if you're working out with me for three or four months, and not a single time after you sold me your membership have you asked me how things are going with what's what matters to me. Do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Do you feel understood? Do you feel valued? Do you feel like you matter? No, you start becoming a number because no one gives a shit. We gave a shit about you when we sold you a membership. We no longer give a shit about you afterwards because we don't like sometimes we avoid the question because we don't want to know the answer. Like if somebody's struggling because we, we take that as an ego thing and we think that's a reflection of us and it's just easier to suppress the pain and avoid it and have temporarily, it makes us feel, feel bad. And a great example of this was, uh, before domination workshop, 
person that we barter membership for cleaning services, she came in at nine o'clock at night. And uh, I was like, hey, how's your workouts going? I was assuming she's coming because she's not paying. So like she she gets our best workouts and she doesn't have to pay for them. And I'm assuming she's having a great experience. And she's like, you know, to be honest, I really haven't been coming. And she's like, but your team's great and they've been trying. And and I'm like, um, and she's like, oh, I have a, I have a meeting with Haley, who's uh, one of the fitness directors, right? And I was like, okay, great. And the, the truth is, this lady is an exercise physiologist. Know what she tells people to do every day? She tells people to fucking work out. She already knows what she needs to do. Um, this person has integrity to every other person in her life. She's there at nine o'clock after a family event to come and clean. She wasn't going to miss. She was supposed to be there. She has integrity with every person in her life except for herself. She already knows what she needs to do. There's nothing I could probably tell her that would get her to do what she needs to do, right? The only thing that will happen to help her is helping her schedule her workouts every week where now she is disappointing somebody when she doesn't show up. That is the way to help her. But part of me was like, I I don't want to ask because I don't want to know, right? Like, I don't want to hear that, oh, like, I didn't want to hear anything bad. I didn't want to hear anything negative. I didn't want to. But what if I didn't ask that question? I guarantee you right now she would still be struggling to get her workouts in. And she would still be like, oh, they don't care. Right? Because nothing will make somebody not care so much as like, hey, you're not coming and no one's checking in with you and no one's trying to, to, to help you out. Like, create integrity, but ask the questions. Ask them how things are going with their goals. Ask them how... How's go- things going with your nutrition? Hey, how's things going with your sleep? How's things going with your water? How's things going with whatever it may be that all relate to them uh, achieving their goals? So you can change up the questions so you don't feel like you're asking you know, all the time the same things, but at least once a month, you should be asking your clients, hey, how are things going with your goals? Yes. How's things going with the 20 pounds? How's things going with that? Hey, is that still your goal? Hey, last time we talked, 20 pounds were still your goal. Like, is that still your goal or, hey, what do you want to focus on this next month? What do you want to achieve this month? What do you want to focus on, right? So in the training sessions, can we also connect their desired goals with what we're asking them to do? Uh, great example of this is we had a client, her name was Lois, and she had uh, long COVID and she couldn't even walk for 10 minutes without being out of breath. So she came in, she started doing transform, and obviously she started getting better. Um, so there was a lady that couldn't walk for 10 minutes without being out of breath. And then the the cool part of the end of the story, so we did a video on her. The cool part is the video kind of ends with, um, I went on a, it was a 30 or 45 minute walk with my family, with my grandkids. And at the end, I squatted down and I picked them up. And literally we gave her life back and the ability to pick up her grandkids. <laughs> now, imagine if Lois was getting ready to do a deadlift. You'd be like, all right, Lois, it's time to get to that deadlift so that you can keep picking up your grandkids because they're not getting any lighter, so we got to get stronger. Nice. Oh, my God. Like, how powerful is that? It's not a deadlift. It's a get strong so you can pick up your they're grandkids and they're never going to get too heavy because you're just going to get stronger because that's what's important to you oh my like who's doing that who's making that connection like if you're just assuming they're making that connection you're not but does that person feel 
seen? Does that person feel heard? Does that person feel understood? That person feel like this person gets me and they know what I'm here for and they know what I want. I'm not fucking going anywhere else. Right. That's what they're saying because they know they're not getting that anywhere else because everyone else is just teaching the cues of a deadlift and trying to make them lift heavier. And all the moms, they're saying it just like how you said it. They are dropping the F bomb uh, as well. So that's what all the moms are saying to themselves. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Hey guys, Dustin here, and I'm excited to announce we are now enrolling for the Fitness Empire Mastermind and gym owners who are over 30,000 a month in revenue are welcome to apply. Now why 30,000 in revenue? Well, we need you to have the ability to take action on what we're gonna be coaching you. And if you're not there, use it as fuel to get there in the near future so we can welcome you in, all right? So if you wanna apply, just go to fitnessempiremastermind.com and click the apply now button, sign up because enrollment will not be open for long and we wanna bring you in and give you all the resources you need. You're gonna have weekly coaching calls with me and Matt. You're gonna have team trainings that you can send your team to. We're gonna give you resources for marketing and sales and checklists so that you have every tool you need to be successful. We've even outlined it in a $1 million gym roadmap, okay? So go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, click the link, and we'll see you on the inside. But that's what they are thinking that, right? If you have like, if you have a runner and you're doing some exercises that help them with their running or are going to prevent injury, let them know that. You're yeah. connecting the exercise and what we're asking them to do to their goals. They feel understood. They feel like they matter, right? And they're also going, hey, this, this stuff's actually helping me with the things that are important to me in my life. I probably shouldn't stop doing that, right? But no longer superficial. So first though, you got to know what they want and then you have to be able to look at how do we connect what I'm asking you to do to what's actually important to you in your life. And then ultimately at the end of the month, I would just like, hey, it's the last week of the month. I'm going to start having goal conversations with clients like, hey, what what things do you want to focus on next week? Or is there anything you want to make me aware of so when we're programming your workouts that we can do that? And then obviously you're leaving notes for the team so that everybody's on board. And that's where this is also important. And I hammered this home with my team was it's not good enough if one of you are doing this, but then we're not relaying the message to other people on the team. Yes. So when we're having these communication, when we're having these uh, unlayering the onion, uh, so to speak, conversations, is that information getting passed to the rest of the team? Because if I had a conversation and especially trial people when they first get started, um, in, in our locations, I know in your locations, they kind of have the same coach. So probably not the same issue, but in our locations, they might have a di- If they came three times, they might have three different coaches. So if I'm having the same freaking conversation every single time with three different coaches. And it's like, I already had that conversation on Monday and now I'm having that conversation on Wednesday and now I'm, or even worse, it's like, I already told that coach this and now you're, you're not doing that. Not like, let's just say they have. Yeah like a bad back, like this is a little bit different, but if I have a bad back and then the the coach doesn't put that in the notes or doesn't communicate to that to the other team, and then I have to tell the coach that's coaching me tomorrow that I've got a bad back, versus, hey, I know you got a bad back, so we're going to do this today instead because uh, what this is going to actually aggravate your back, right? And mm-hmm. you go to them and like, okay, I feel safe. I feel like they know me. I feel good. Right. And that's what you're paying all the money for. 
is <laughs> is for that. But if we're not communicating, now does that like if we don't communicate, does that person feel seen? Does that for, person feel heard? Does that person feel understood? No, they're like this place doesn't got their shit together. Like I don't feel comfortable in here anymore. I'm not getting the same experience. Your brand is consistency. That is but, your brand. Not what you say on a flyer. Not what it like consistency right so making sure like communication will help with that consistency so that that's connect the next one is going to be compliment and it's going to be pretty simple but i think a lot of people miss this and it's the easiest thing you could be doing nothing will make you feel better faster than a genuine and the key word is genuine compliment from yeah, somebody right um, there's so many like stories of people that are in a really bad mood where they're upset from a customer service standpoint, one of the best things that you can do to de-escalate somebody that's mad at you is give them a genuine compliment. It's hard to be mad at somebody that's giving you compliments, right? Uh, but if also you're the business that's always complimenting them, do you think like, hey, let me go try that other gym? Probably not, right? So again, we're in the feelings business. Nothing makes somebody feel better faster than giving a sincere, genuine compliment. But Giving compliments is actually selfish. Uh, and, and here's why. Um, it increases your happiness and their happiness. Uh, it makes you grateful and it makes them feel grateful. It strengthens your interpersonal relationships. It increases your stress reliance and physical health. It creates a ripple of positivity. It instills confidence or validates someone's hard work. If someone is working hard and you go up to them like, man, you're working really hard today or you're always the hardest worker in the room. Yeah. That person is now going to work even harder, but they feel like, hey, they noticed me. They recognized me, right? Like yeah. that's freaking awesome. And improves your mood and tells the receiver that they were noticed. It helps the other person learn and improve performance. It spreads good vibes. It makes you feel better about yourself. Um, and it gives you an immunity boost. So I like to say giving somebody else a compliment is the most selfish thing that that you can also do, but it also makes them feel amazing. Like being able to go out and give people compliments. So examples of this would be when somebody does something well, awesome, when somebody sets a PR, but here's where we drop the ball. The level that we set for giving somebody a genuine compliment is way too freaking high, right? We wait until they lose 25 pounds. We wait until they lose 50 pounds. We wait until they lose 75 pounds. We wait until they lose 100 pounds. And then when they achieve that, after that, we stop complimenting them. And then we wonder why they start sliding backwards. Because we only complimented the massive, giant achievements that they did, right? Nothing will make somebody feel more shitty than it's like, hey, you were my biggest cheerleader and then I, I reached my milestone and then you stopped being my cheerleader. And then we wonder why we have a problem with people gaining the weight back because, you know, ultimately they already get the recognition with the dopamine hit. They step on the scale, I lose weight, dopamine. I step on the scale, I lose weight, dopamine. I step on the scale, I don't lose weight, no dopamine. And then what do you think happens when they step on the scale and they start sliding backwards? Like that that's not a good place to be in, right? That's when they need you the most. Not when you freaking disappear. And oftentimes that's where we disappear because the fun stuff is the the progression. But can you keep them at that weight or can you keep them progressing? Can you set the, the next goal and cheer them on, right? But I think the most important place to 
compliment somebody is when they put an effort into something. You noticing their effort of what they are putting in, that's what you want to compliment. Like, hey, you come in three times a week, every single week. Like, you're so freaking consistent. I'm really proud of you because of your consistency. Do you think that person's going to, like, keep coming three times a week? Hell yeah, because they were noticed. But if I come three times, like, think about a trial experience. If I come three times a week and nobody notices, you're like, why am I coming? They said to come three times a week, but no one's noticing. I feel, I don't feel seen. I don't feel heard. I don't feel understood versus like, hey, great job. You came three times a week this week. That's freaking awesome. That's exactly what you need to do. What three days you coming next week? Oh, is that on your phone? Is that scheduled? Let's get those scheduled right now. You know what? Something that, cool we, where we're actually launching is something called Streak Medals, and we're calling it the 3X Club. And so it's coming three times a week, but then you earn medals for hitting a certain streak. So when you did 3X for 60 days, 90 days, three months, six, nine, 12 months, and it's a medal. And so it's for rewarding you to hit three times a week and streaking, having no breaks, right? And so if you break the streak, you kind of got to start over. But that rewards people for what we want to see. And again, it's a different one than weight loss. And that's what we were always trying to introduce is more and more non-weight loss celebration. So yeah, I, I love that. But even even effort in a in a workout session, right? Um, and I used to do this all the time. And, and again, it doesn't come natural to me, but I know what it does to, to a human being. So like, let's just say you have somebody that uh, put in a ton of effort into an exercise and uh, back in the day when we had, you know, boot camp and they're transitioning, like I would run up to that person. I'd like side, side hug him, but like, you know, the effort that you just put into that was insane. Great job. Right. Do you think they worked harder or less hard in the next exercise? Do you think they remembered that? Right. Or being able to call people out while they're doing an exercise and be like, um, I remember one time there, there's a person that was with us forever and I had to get back into training sessions and I'm on the mic, and one of the things I'd love to do is just acknowledge people's effort on certain exercises. Um, I remember there's a person who's been with us for a long time. She, you know, she was kind of, I would, I would say, kind of getting bored, like, I would say bored with the workouts and bored with the stuff, and we've had a lot of transition in that location. And, you know, if she was being honest, she was probably thinking about maybe leaving or whatever it may be, but, like, and her name was Heather, and she's she's doing slam balls against the wall, and I'm like, Heather, you're a freaking beast over there. Like, take it easy on that wall. Um, and she just turns around with the biggest effing smile on her face, right? Because I acknowledged her effort. I gave her a compliment. I did it in front of the, like, you don't have to do it in front of the entire group. But if you just got good at acknowledging people's efforts in, a, in, in semi-private, one of the the things that I told my coaches that I see that we need to get better at is, when you have clients that are doing really like doing the exercises correctly, we don't know what to tell them. We're good at fixing their form. We're good at maybe pushing people, but let's just say they're doing like an RDL and their form's perfect. You can literally call them like, hey, Susie and Jennifer, like great job doing da 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 da. Like that's perfect form. You guys are doing awesome. You can fill the room with compliments. You can fill the room with positive cues. You can fill the room with like, Hey, you're doing all, like talking about their effort, right? Like nothing's worse than a personal training session and no one's talking and the energy is just really low. Cause you're like, well, everyone's doing everything correctly and I can't really challenge them right now. So what do I do? 
Start being the freaking compliment king of the world, the compliment queen of the world, right? Let them know what they're doing. You see them, you notice them, right? Like you can do that with, with the compliments because if you're not filling the room and they just feel like, hey, I'm here working out by myself, what's the value of a coach? You'd be like, I could do this at home. Why aren't they doing an at-home workout? Anyone can say, do a freaking RDL and show them how to do that and fucking walk away. I can get that on a video. They're paying you to coach them. They're paying you to notice them. They're paying that for you to freaking make them feel good. And when you're just silent and not noticing that they're doing good, then you become replaceable because anybody can do that. All right. Uh, consi- obviously, if they're consistent with their nutrition, compliment that. Um Obviously, if they're getting results, any level of results, like you can say, hey, I noticed you're getting stronger. Like I, I see that you're able to do X, Y, and Z. It could be small, but like, hey, last week you were doing 20s on the rows and now you're doing 25s. That's freaking awesome. Compliment them. Notice them. Like you'd be amazed what that does with their state. And uh, some with low energy, the thing you got to do with someone with low energy is like literally compliment them as quick as humanly possible in that workout. And then you're going to notice that they get a little bit taller, their chest is out, they feel better, right? Like, that's the game. How do you make people feel? Hopefully, this is this is, this is is clicking and you're starting to look at your stuff and go, hey, we could do better. So the next level of that is connect plus compliment. So connect plus compliment. Can we compliment and connect it to what, what is actually important to them in, in their life, right? So... Uh, an example of this is like, hey, you never miss a workout. What is it that motivates you to never miss a workout? We're getting back to their internal things, their drivers, their motivators. So again, it doesn't have to just be about the weight loss or what they say their goal is. It's like, hey, you never miss a workout, which by the way, if you really want to enforce somebody's identity, you use identity affirming statements. So identity affirming statements like, hey, you never, or you always, or you don't. Those affirm somebody's identity. Like you never miss a workout. That is an affirming identity because now they become somebody that never misses a workout because now they're known as somebody that never misses a workout. My coach says I never miss a workout. I guess I better not never miss a workout. But then the level deeper of the compliment to the connection is like, what motivates you to do that? What makes you so consistent? You're always so consistent with your workouts. You never miss a workout. That's so amazing. What motivates you to do that? Imagine if you had that conversation after a workout before they left the left the gym. What state are they in? How do they feel? You're enforcing their identity that they never miss a workout. And do they feel noticed? Do they feel understood? Do they feel valued? Do they feel like they matter? Yes, because you're willing to go up to them and, and say that to them, right? Uh, if we're talking about effort, you always push so hard in your workouts. What motivates you to push so hard? What what gives you that drive? What makes you push through the pain? Like, again, they feel awesome. I now uh, enforce their identity of somebody that always works hard. So they're always going to come in and, and work hard in, in your locations. And uh, that is next level stuff. Sometimes people are like, wow, people lose their motivation because are you connecting with them and are you complimenting them? And then are you able to compliment them 
on the things that actually matter in their life? And then are you enforcing the right identities that you want your clients to have? Like, and it doesn't even have to be about the workout. Like you always come in, you're so happy. You, you light up this room every time you walk in. What makes you so happy? What, what makes you like always so energized? Right? Again, it doesn't have to be the workout stuff. But man, no other gym is doing that. I'm telling you right now, no other gym is doing that. They're worried about fucking counting reps and the workouts and the programming and the other stuff. That's just, you got to have that. That's just like par for the course. But this is what will make you special. This will get a thousand people through your doors. But everybody on your team needs to know that. Everybody in your team needs to be doing that. All right, we're almost on the, the end here. Congratulate. Obviously, this one's easy. Kind of sounds like compliments, um, but we want to take it beyond the gym. So when we talk about congratulations, like milestones, obviously in the gym, but milestones in their life, like did they get married? Uh, did they get engaged? Did they have like a work anniversary? Did they have whatever it may be, but then also their kids, right? So did their kid, did you see on social media that their kid hit a home run? Like, hey, I saw that uh, whatever his name hit a home run. Like, that that's so cool, right? Man, that will light them up so much, right? But with that, you can send an email. You can send a text. You can send a social media message. You can, you can send a card. But this is also for team members too, right? So obviously, I'm talking about clients, but this is also for team members. If you in the game long enough, you're going to have team members that have kids. They have families. They have life events. They have things that are going on. If you can be the person that is congratulating them and you're the first person to do that. And one of my favorite stories is Ed Milet loves Tim Grover. Not because Tim Grover is a great speaker. Not because he was Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan's trainer. Because his son Max is a golf player. And whenever Max has a golf event, the first person to congratulate them or give him some motivation or give him like some love is Tim Grover. And at like Tim doesn't know that Ed knows that he knows that, right? But this person is going out of his w way to pour life into his son and he's forever indebted to, to Tim Grover for that, right? That's the power. Ed's one of the most successful people in the entire world. And the thing that got him was how somebody treats his kid, how somebody does that. But like even kids coming into your, your locations, are we engaging those kids? Are we connecting with those kids? Because if you're connecting with those kids when they're coming in and you're making them feel like a million bucks and they're going, hey, mommy, daddy, when are we going back to the gym? I want to see coach X, Y, and Z. Or they're dressing up for Halloween as coach X, Y, and Z. Do you think? They are going to another gym. No chance in hell. But it's got to be genuine. It's got to be that you actually care about them. So congratulate them in other areas. Find other areas of the life that they're winning and that you notice them and you're recognizing them. Super powerful. And then the last one is console. So the average person in life will go through five life-changing events. Five life-changing events. You want to be there for them. When somebody in your locations is suffering and going through hell, you want to be there for them. 
And uh, there's a lot of things that you can do. Obviously, every circumstance and situation is a little bit different, but at a minimum, check in and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. If there's anything I can do for you, we are here for you, right? Um, ask them if there's anything that you can do for them and mean it. Don't be a, don't be a turd ball. Don't be like, hey, is there anything we can do for you? And then they're like, well, actually, right? But maybe there's some unforeseen things that you could do. Maybe they just had a baby and you create a food train for them so that food's coming and they didn't have to ask you to do that. We just did it. You saw a need and you filled it. Send them cards, send them flowers. Like obviously if anyone important in someone's life, you know, passes away, we always send a card and flowers to them. Let them know that we're thinking about them. They remember those things, right? You're no longer just a gym. You have a deep meaning relationship and I feel cared for. I feel like I'm not just a, a number. Um, so obviously at those times, do something to better their life at times that suck. Like if somebody were to lose a job and they're like, hey, I can no longer pay for a membership. No problem. It's on us for the next two months. Right? Like it's no questions asked. It's the right thing to do. You are with them in a time of pain because if they get fired and then they can't work out and then their life spirals out of control and their health spirals out of control, you can say your mission is to change and impact lives, but put your dollars and your actions behind that. And to me, that that's really important. And when you do those things and you do them with trial people when they first get started, do you think your trial conversion is going to go through the roof? Do you think your referrals are going through the roof? When you create referral campaigns and friend and family week and different things, do you think you have an army of advocates when you use the four C's? And then do you think if you just do a fraction of what we talked about today, your attrition would go down 1,000%, right? So those are the four C's. To the level that you can do that will be the level that your business can explode. So again, the four C's are connect, compliment, congratulate, and console. You do those things, you become a product of one, and... uh the day you obsess about your client experience is the day your business will grow. And this is the client experience. This is the next level. This is if you truly want to make an impact on people's lives. This is the stuff you need to be doing. This is the stuff that your team needs to be doing. Every single freaking day. And that is the next level. And this is what I'm pushing my team on. And uh, if you join the mastermind, we can push your team on that too. It's funny. A lot of Anything people. Anything you want to add, Dustin? Yeah. A lot of people say we have a family here. We treat you like family. Our, we have a fitness family. But, you know, if I'm being honest, you don't. You, you don't treat them like family because family would do these things. Family would send you flowers. Family would take care of you and send you meals and diapers when you have a kid. Like family shows up. And so that's what you cultivated is a real feeling of a fitness family. And I think that's just been thrown around so loosely. No one stopped and defined it. That's what you did today is you showed how to make people really feel like family. And sometimes your family treats them better than their home family, right? Like you're showing them how a functioning family should work, how a good family should work. And sometimes that's leadership, right? You're showing them how to, to be better so that they can break the cycle and they can start fresh with their family, right? But maybe they learned it from you, how to be a human, how to treat people, how to connect, how to graduate, how to compliment, how to consult. And they're like, wow, I'm learning life skills here. I'm not just learning how to deadlift. And, and that, to me, that's the big you know, impact. 
And then, you know, you know, my mission, like that totally hit me because, you know, ours is to create healthy families for future generations. And so it's healthy habits, it's healthy thinking, it's healthy families. It goes into so many ways. So that, that's just what I want to add in there is like, Hey guys, like this is how you take care of your, your clients, like family. So, uh, take this, share it with your coaches, share it with your manager, share it with your team, then have a debrief and decide how to execute it. And for the people who are going to be in the fitness empire mastermind, we're going to do like a 2.0 version of this, where we're going to add even more to it and help you to, to take it in, and implement it. So go to fitnessempiremastermind.com If you want to learn about that, we're having team trainings and this is one of the topics we're going to be hitting right out of the gate. Um, Matt, anything you want to say as we wrap up? No, I think I said enough, my friend. Uh, okay. We would love to have you, fitnessempiremastermind.com. And uh, obviously keep tuning in. We're going to keep ringing the fire. And uh, we got some fun stuff in store to help you grow your business. So stay tuned. We appreciate you guys. And if you do get value, please give us a review. It makes a, a big difference for us. All right, guys, we're out. Hey guys, Dustin Bogle here. And I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple because I wanna show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program and to get healthy, fit, and more confident, all right? And so I'm gonna share my best sales strategies, but you gotta join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm gonna give you a free gift, and that is a PDF called Five Ways to Get More Sales in Your Gym. So join the group, I'll tag you on the PDF, and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.